Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. Turns out 82% of Gen Z employees say they want mental health days to combat stress. I thought the Gen Zers were doing lazy girl jobs. Apparently not. (laughs) Apparently not all of them have found one of those jobs. I'm just kidding. Do you think that that is a testament to Gen Z just being more in touch with their mental health in general? I would say this. 20 years ago, that was a taboo topic. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, you could not approach an employer and say, I'm struggling with my mental health. They wouldn't care. I don't <laughs> even think that a I mean, lot it, of us had the language to even. It wasn't a thing. To even verbalize that. No. Like we could feel stressed or we could feel frustrated or even burned out. But I don't think we had the language, a lot of us, to to say, like, my mental health is suffering. I don't think anybody would have cared. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm telling you that that's that's a big part of the problem. Mm -hmm. That's how we got to where we're at, right? And I think that uh, nobody wanted to talk about it. They just dealt with it, and then they, they, they drank. I'm not kidding. I mean, I, I really believe that. I think that was part of the culture. Well, and I think you still have that because of the stigma that has been around for so long or just the lack of education. I think there's still people that don't want to talk about it or verbalize it or normalize it or have employees. I think there's some I th- saying that their mental health is is struggling or what have you. Right. I, I just think that there's some obviously employers that believe that there are individuals that would take advantage of that and use that as an excuse on a regular basis. And you have that too. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's, you know, there are some people that are just lazy. Well, and I've seen. not all, by, by the way, uh, before anybody asks me, I understand there are people that struggle with mental health. It's serious. It needs to be dealt with. But we do live in a world where there are people that are just lazy. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think that everybody has moments where their mental health suffers. Sure. I agree. That could benefit from a mental health day. Have you ever, let me ask you this. Have you ever taken a mental health day in your life? Nope. Neither have I. (laughs) Never, not once. Nope. I think I would feel too guilty during the mental health day that it wouldn't help my mental health. It would make it worse. And that's again, part of the problem. It is. Right. And I also feel like one day wouldn't necessarily do much. Neither do, but but here's- And I'm not, I'm not right. against mental health days. Right. I'm just talking from my own viewpoint right. for myself. I think I would feel guilty. Yeah. And I think that I would stress about all of it. You, you, and I don't think one day would be enough. I think that that's, Again, when I said that, that's part of the problem. Society today is programmed to react like you do. Mm-hmm. They want you to feel guilty. They want you to feel like you're not, uh, you're, you're not, you're not pulling your fair share, mm-hmm. right? They're like, just, just suck it up, or like you um, 
can't handle it. Right. Like you can't handle your responsibilities. You're a non-hacker. What's that mean? That's well, I got it's Marine Corps stuff. Yeah, oh. it's just like somebody who can't hang. Sure. You know, that's what they'll right. They want people to feel like that so they continue this machine. I've even seen recently that a lot of the companies that offer unlimited vacation are like real weird when you use it. Like I, I have a set number of right. paid time off days, Yeah, but I know that that's one of the new benefits at a lot of these, it is, yeah. you know, more um, whatever kind of companies and they progressive was the word I was thinking of. They offer unlimited vacation, but then I've seen online people talking about how they have unlimited vacation, but they're afraid to use it. Right. Or it's frowned upon to use it. I, it's uh, this all goes back to why things are changing. Like there's this, there's a struggle right now in to get people back to work. And a lot of employers, especially some of the bigger corporate corporate jobs, they're realizing that the best way to do this is to compromise and make a hybrid type mm -hmm. situation. And most of them, from what I understand are asking, I actually saw this on, was it CNBC the other day, but they said, the uh, right now it's maybe come in two days a week, right? We'll we'll come in Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we'll meet, and then at least we're having some face to face mm -hmm. connecting, still building that kind of culture. But there's so many people that discovered they get so much more work done mm -hmm. when they're at home. And uh, again, this is a progressive thought pattern, but. Evolution and change, again, inevitable. It needs to be accepted, not only accepted, but embraced. And then you deal with it, right? So I was, I, I think that that's a good plan because there's some, is what they ran into was their employers were like, you're yanking my remote work, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to lose their employees, right? So they've compromised and they're finding that this hybrid works really well. I saw an article the other day that said that the Midwest is leading the return to work charge. Well, of course they and are. And I was like, this is not shocking to no, anyone. No, no, <laughs> Like, of course we are. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, well, it's again, I've, and I know that there's some people that don't like it when I say this, but I've, I'm a firm believer that it's an old school thought pattern to be at the office five days a week eight to 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. You're, you're never going to sell that to this next generation. You're not going to do it. Doesn't, if you want to, you can try And all of the, I mean, the stell the star employees are going to find employers that will accommodate them and work with them and try to create that work-life balance. Well, and that is something to consider the fact that there's so many remote positions out there. There's tons of them. Like, if an employee isn't happy in their office, like there is a lot more opportunity for them. A ton of it. I mean, today it, than yeah. there was even five years ago. And if you follow a lot of these young people on social media, especially specifically TikTok and Instagram reels where they're really active, that's a big thing with them is job hopping. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, and, because for years they tried to sell you on find a good find a good company, work forty or fifty years, and then retire. Mm -hmm. They don't even think like that anymore. No, that's not even that's not even a thing. 
to them. They're like constant. The ones that are into the hustle game are moving every year and a half, two years and finding a better gig. And if you're a star employee, you can do that. That employers hate to hear that, but that's a fact. That's what they're doing. Well, it's a, another one of those like evolution and change. Yes, it is. Yeah. hundred percent. Leaders will have to reevaluate how they're doing things to accommodate for bringing in more new people more often. Right. I, this plays which in, is hard. It is. I, this plays into an interesting conversation that uh, just, well, it's th- that time of year. We're, we're getting close to back to school. There's a lot of schools down south that I know and even southwest that are going to be starting next week even, right? And one of the the rising trends in this country is to go to a four-day school week. And people ask, well, why would they do that? They only add 35, well, Missouri anyways. I, I was uh, watching an interview with the principal in a school in Missouri that's next. I think it's Independence, Missouri. Well, anyways, they were talking to him yesterday, and he was explaining why they're doing this, and they're adding 35 minutes to each school day, Monday through Thursday, and it comes out to about what they would do on a full five-day work week. They're not doing this because the kids want it. They're doing this because they can't find teachers to take these jobs. And they want to, they want to create a competitive environment. And they want teachers. Mm-hmm. They, he told me, he didn't tell me. He was, <laughs> he's, he was telling the, the reporter, I'm so used to when I was actually the guy behind the microphone. Or, uh, I would love to get some of these in here. But he said that since they have adopted the four-day work week, their uh, employment applications have quadrupled, multiplied times four. Are they quality candidates? Of course. Well, the thing about it, here's, well, I suppose you here's have the to idea. Have here's the, the idea. Certifications. Not only that, not only that, but when you have that many people applying, you've created a competitive mm-hmm. market is what you're doing. True. So then you can look at them all and be like, I'm going to take the best one, mm-hmm. not just whoever applied. Yeah. Right. Because if, if you're a company or whatever, and you're trying to, to avoid all of this, and what I'm talking about, I'm talking about work-life balance, mental health, all of this stuff. If you're going old school, you're, and again, they don't want to hear this, but it is a fact, you're going to get what's left in the job market mm-hmm. because they don't have an option. Right, because they don't, they're right, not. Right, they just want to be employed. They want to. Being it, chosen by those. Right, they want to, those, those are the people that are just want to collect a check. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get. This this is where it's added, right? So they're holding, I mean, they've got the reins, right? I mean, if you're a, if you're a go-getter and you're, you're passionate about what you do, you're locked on, you own the market right now. Do you think that going to a four-day school week is enough to help with the burnout and the exhaustion and the stress that educators are feeling? I think it's a great first step. 
just because it's less time in I, the classroom I'll, no, I'll, I'm gonna or tell, less days, I guess. I, I, I think because I think there's a lot of people that deal with stressful jobs. And I can tell you this. I could walk up to most people. I'd be willing to bet it's right around 90 percent and said, if we could add 35 minutes to your workday, Monday through Thursday, and give you every Friday off, would you do it? Would you be game? They'd probably be like, heck yes. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum with the four-day work week I don't, I don't, in general. Yeah, I don't believe two-day weekends are doing it for Americans. I don't, I, don't, think- I, don't, I don't either, but I'm just saying, I guess I have a couple of things. One would be, it would be awesome at first, but then aren't you just packing the stress of five days into four? No. And no, I, th- I, th- I think you're just going to be, I think you'll develop a new normal. I hate to use that term, but that's the fact. And I think that people will just get used to working Monday through Thursday. But man, when you've got that extra day, think about what that would do to a, a weekend. You're increasing you're going from two to three days. No, and I say that all the time. I'm like, I really need three days on the weekend, like one day to be social, yeah, one day to do nothing, and one day to accomplish things. Right. And so I I have two-day week, weekends, like most people, and so I, I always feel like I didn't quite get in enough. Right. I, I was either too social and I didn't accomplish anything, or I sat around too much and didn't get a chance to be social. Like there's never that perfect harmony on the weekends right? that I would seek. Is what's driving, I think, specifically older Gen X and some boomers crazy, is that a lot of millennials and then younger Gen Z even are not driven by money as much. Mm-hmm. They've, they've uh, discovered this, that there's a lot more to life than just being part of the grind, right? right? They they don't want to feel like they're part of a, just like a piece in a machine that's working for somebody else besides them. That's funny. I was talking to my dad the other day and he's like, how's work? And I was like, stressful. And he's like, well, that's why they call it work. And I'm like, mm. yeah, but it's at that. like, you're such a boomer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, and I think that, uh, you know, it, they look because the world's gotten so much smaller with the internet. Yeah. They've discovered that the rest of the world looks at us like we're crazy. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, that's just a fact. They, there's nobody that logs the hours. Okay. Don't, don't give me the, there's a guy in China working 12 hours or 14 hours a day, seven days a week. I understand that. That's a communist state. Right. right. And that's that's what socialism will give you. You're referring to like white collar office jobs. Right, right, right. For exactly. the sake of this example. Yeah. Well, even a lot of these, again, the guys work in the lines in factories, machinists and stuff. A lot of them, even construction crews, four tens. I know a guy that owns a, a painting business. He works four tens because he wants his employees mm-hmm. to have that extra day off. I love it. Yeah, no, it's a, I so mean, sign me up. We've, yeah, we've had this discussion before, but I thought with the school, because uh, I'm always looking like, how do we get more teachers to apply? Because I can tell you for a fact, 
that it is a that's a tough business right now. Oh, a hundred percent. And they are, and they are stressed out. They're not. Be, you know what? Because here's what a lot of people will say, and they're right. Pay them more. They should be paid more. Teachers should be paid a lot more. A lot more. And they should be. And people just think that it's just this big, this big party all summer long because they get summers off with the kids. I know so many of them that are working past. What, oh you know, yeah. You know, or working in, right. part-time oh. jobs during the yes. summer, or working part-time jobs to make money to pay for the supplies that they need for their classroom because they don't have what they need in their classroom. And the log and the hours they log during the school year are a lot longer than just school hours. Oh, a million. Which is percent. Dr- which people a lot of people just think, oh, that's got to be great. Out at two thirty. No, they're no. not. They're not. No, and it's. I mean, I know just off the top of my head, at least three experienced teachers who have left education altogether in the last year. Yeah. I know a lot of them that have taken on completely different jobs, different roles and left education. And that's a huge and they, loss for education, especially when they're great teachers. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's a, that's a loss for public education in the community. And, and I understand this is going to be an argument against it. There are be, a lot of people are like, well, my, my work week is scheduled you know, five days and I rely on school on that fifth day to take care of my kids, right? That's a legit argument. Absolutely. And that's just the way that our society is built. Right. So they are offering, like, for example, this school in Missouri, because there's a lot of them in Minnesota as well. And I couldn't believe the dramatic increase from just even the last couple of years. It went from like 600 districts across the country to almost 900 so it's gaining steam and that's why they're talking about it right but i mean for 30 bucks a day i I believe this was in independence missouri but don't quote me on this but i think it was that's where it was at for 30 dollars a friday you can still have that care so where you can bring your Mm -hmm. kids and drop them off so it's 120 bucks a month which i think is pretty reasonable it's all just it's also different I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around right, it because it's you, such a different concept. I get, I get. Cause you and I grew up plugged into the matrix. Oh yeah. That's why. Totally. And, <laughs> and I get the, the need to offer some relief to our educators. Totally. Yeah. I get why I'm just trying to walk through in my head, like imagining seeing an email from our school coming through like we're going to a four-day school and like picturing like the public outrage sure of course you're gonna have to deal over with it yeah. it's like oh god that sounds like i, I just i don't know you, you want to know why because people don't like change true that's it they just they, they're just happy to go along and just keep rolling you have and to change i i think there's a, a lot of individuals who hear something new or hear something different and immediately your mind thinks of all the reasons it won't work. Right. And it's kind of that like negativity bias that we're hardwired to have to survive like tigers chasing us when we were fight or flight. Yeah. So we're, we're hardwired to like immediately think that way. But I think so many of us, automatically think of why things won't work rather than being open to doing things differently. Right. I've just been paying attention to this 
over the past, I'd say five or six years, mm-hmm. as this starts to evolve, the four day work weeks and looking uh, since the pandemic specifically, I think people, a lot of companies looking to help create that work-life balance mm-hmm. that a lot of people discovered when things slowed down for a bit there. Because the guys in the ivory towers that just sit up there and count cash, I'm not kidding. They want you. They want you to work. as, And, and then they want to put a badge of honor on it, right? Like, oh, look at that individual. Six days a week. 10 to 12 hours a day. Always that, available. That, that, that's going to get it. Answering emails at midnight. That's how you do it. No, that's how you do it to make them more money. Yeah, and I think the younger generation aren't going to fall for that. No, they're, well, they already haven't. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, again, you're going to get stuck with what's left from the employee pool, mm-hmm. right? Because the good ones, again, are going to have their shot. They're going to work with comp when I can tell you when I left radio, I had six weeks of vacation every year. Me too. Plus, plus all of the holidays. Plus, there was like 14. Ho- there was a yeah, lot there more was a, holidays yeah. than. And that was standard across the company. Typical. Yeah. I think the standard holidays are six. Yeah. And we had, I mean, a, I, I mean, I think we had 12. Yeah. It's just, it was crazy. It was a lot. We got everything off. We did have a lot of time off that was good so but you're seeing more and more of that and i I see the people i I even locally here which is odd here in a smaller community in in the midwest i see a lot more of uh that type of employment opportunity a hybrid type Mm -hmm. work environment lots of vacation and then it's up to the employee if you can get it done and make it work that's great well, and you run into more and more people who have remote jobs from other working for companies out of all, state, all over the country. Yeah, that's going to get that's going to become more and more popular. Yeah, where yeah. they're like, nope, I just I work out of my home. I work for a company in Kentucky. Yeah, you don't wherever you don't have to work for a local company anymore. It's interesting. It will like oh, I would say over the next even five years to watch how the the landscape of work the what changes as fast as things are changing now it's not going to take five years five years five years from now you won't even recognize what that workforce will look like versus what you're looking at right Mm -hmm. now it's it's going to be that much of a change they're saying a generation gap is less than five years now because of the because of how fast things constantly i think the ai is going is is and will continue to evolve and really change the landscape. This is unrelated, but since you said AI, I have to bring this up. I saw a post on LinkedIn about this flood of travel journals on Amazon that were all written and created by AI that someone is developing and then selling. And I guess the content is just terrible and it's highly repetitive and it's like... (laughs) It's supposed to be written by someone who's traveled to these places and it's quite obviously not. And Amazon is allowing this and people are just outraged that Amazon is allowing these like phony travel journals to be sold. But I, I didn't buy it. I had a, like a Kindle credit on Amazon and I downloaded this book on my Kindle app. And I was like, this is the biggest piece of garbage I've ever laid eyes on. And it wasn't a travel journal. Um, it was like a meta metaphysical text. 
And I was like, this was written by AI. Yeah, you can can tell. You can tell. Well, the reason for that is artificial intelligence can only tap into, as a resource, the encyclopedia, if you will, that it has been given. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't have life experience. It only has the experience that it is able to draw from. So unless it has on now, again, it's going to change because as they get it, it has access to more and more information Mm -hmm. and research. It will have access to everything that you and I have, but right now it's not quite there yet. It will be there very, very soon. And that's when we're going to have some issues. I think there are a few of the platforms that now it has access to the internet. Sure. Well, yeah. But like chat GPT does three not. does not. No, that but I think four does, but that's a pay, a paywall um, service. But anyway, I mean, I've, I use AI like for writing, but I never like copy and paste what you it writes. It's yeah. like, it's, it's it. to help like convey an idea when I feel like I've said it so many times in the same way already. Or, or if you reach a roadblock. Yeah, it'll it's just, great it'll, for writer's block. If you're like, this is what I'm trying to say. And like, I, I keep saying it this way and it's not really working. And then it'll spit out a, a new sentence. And you're like, oh, I like these three words and I'll combine those with my words. And now I have a really nice sentence, but you don't copy and it's, paste it's, what AI writes. No, but it's it's working its way even into the entertainment industry with uh, scripts for shows, songwriting all of it and i have that, to imagine yeah, that it's garbage it, it, i'm i'm assuming it'll i'm sure it will get better yeah be careful i would tell people that underestimate artificial intelligence don't and <laughs> because, i don't i know because it's it's just it's in its inception i think it's farther along than they've let us see mm-hmm. right and it is uh well the guys that actually came up with it and have broke uh, have had the breakthrough applications and stuff have said we're a lot further along but the world isn't ready for it yet and when i heard that i was like that's scary mm-hmm. i was like that is yes it is terrifying yes right? it is and i think most people haven't even i think a lot of people haven't even experimented with it and so the majority they don't haven't, understand no haven't even fully um, realized its capabilities as it is today. Right, And every, literally every day that we get up, it's further along. So those individuals, and a great example would be a lot of the older generation have no idea what's mm-hmm. coming and it's going to hit them like a sledgehammer. I am really nice to the AI, <laughs> like in my, prom- my my prompts, like I'm very polite. Do, do you, do you? <laughs> Always. Good morning. <laughs> thank you so much that was great because when they turn on us at least i'll give myself a little bit of a head start if i'm nice to the skynet the bot that, right. I, that i talked to well anyways a lot of the younger generation if I, here's if i was young here's what i would do to just beat the grind and i'm not kidding a lot of these young people that are learning valuable trades right now are graduating from two-year tech schools mm-hmm. with almost zero debt and walk, a lot of them walking into close to, if not, six-figure jobs. And I would work till my mid-30s. I would pay for land, 
have investments and some money somewhere and I would bail. <laughs> Sounds, I'm not kidding. Sounds magical. I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, why not? Right. Buy, I, mean, I don't care if it's a cabin in the woods, a condo, wherever. Just you could do it. If you're smart. Yeah. In today's world, you could be 18 right now and be like, OK, I'm going to go to a tech school. I'm going to learn this trade. Yep. I'm going to be good at it. I'm going to work hard. And by the time I'm 35, I'm going to hang it up mm -hmm. and you could do it. Which is brilliant. Especially if, I mean, there's, I follow a lot of kids who learn to write code, right? They went mm -hmm. to college, but by the time they're in their early thirties, it's just, I'm, re, they're retired and they work if they want to. Jeez. Yeah. And imagine like the, the man doesn't want to hear me say this, but imagine if that is what we told young people instead of go to college. Right. Get a job, work there for 50 years. That's why they call well, it work. I'm, I'm telling you know, young people like, right now. Yeah. It's like, what if what if the narrative that we were programmed with was different? Well, I think they're 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 rewriting it themselves. These, they are. This is the younger generation. They yep. They're like, I'm not playing that game. You want to know why? Because they saw what it got their parents mm -hmm. and their grandparents. Yep. You know, when I hear these Whenever I talk about this, I get messages and uh, from people that are like, yeah, my dad worked at the same company for 45 years or whatever. And I remember uh, at his retirement party, them giving him a plaque. Yep. And then he died 10 years later because he was so worn out. Yep. And all he wanted to do when he retired was sleep and rest because his body was so beat wow. up or he was so stressed out. You know, he has all kinds of medication because of heart problems yep. and mental stress, which just wore on him his whole life. I'm like they see that it's and they're real. like they're like I don't want to be that way. Yeah. This is why a bunch of them again this health and fitness movement they're embracing this because they they want to when they're 50, 60, 70, 80, even 90 years old they want to have a healthy body so they can continue to live mm -hmm. the best quality life that they can possibly at that age. I went to JP Fitness again yesterday. I'm really proud of myself. Did you see Chris? Yes. Yeah, well, he's got to be just blown away. <laughs> he's got to be like, you got to be kidding me. You're back. I have kind of taken the summer off because I hurt my shoulder. And then Chris was like texting me. He's like, you know, you can still lift weights like for your legs. And I was like, I'm running, Chris. It's fine. I'm not like <laughs> sitting on the couch and doing nothing. But I've made it back to the gym now a couple days. And yeah. it feels really good. It and, does feel good. And I... Waved to John and waved to Chris. Right. Make sure they see, look at me. Look right. at me, I'm at the gym. But no, it feels it feels good to be making that part of my routine again. Regardless of your age, it's one of the best investments you'll make. Yeah. And and it's it's reached I would say obviously the coast and it's moving in, but most people, because they figured it out, this is the only way to do it. If you get individual one on one training like JP Fitness offers. I'm telling you, do it for one year and they'll change your life. They'll get you set. They'll teach you all of the things that you need to know to carry forward by yourself, mm -hmm. right? But you have to have somebody mentor you through that. It's just like any other thing that you would approach that you know nothing about. And don't listen to your buddies wearing their Letterman jackets, pumping the keg in the garage. <laughs> don't listen to those guys. I mean, in YouTube videos, I get it. A lot of that stuff is great, but you're different than everybody else. You need to have somebody that knows you as an individual, knows what your goals are, and can put you on a path. They can't yep. do the work for you. Yep. They cannot do the work for you, but they'll help you establish 
a routine and then you will see results. Most people quit because they don't see results. Mm -hmm. Even if they're in there on a regular, it's going to take nutrition. It's going to take the work in the gym, right? And it's going to take proper rest. There's a lot of things that go into this, but it's a, it's a great transition when you get there. For sure. And just having that person to keep you accountable. Yeah, I'm telling you. And to be a friendly face and to help you understand the equipment. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. It's totally worth it. Yes, I'm telling you. We have a link on our website. By the way, they've got their uh, Commit to Fit coming up. I think it starts next week. It starts uh, the or is it this Friday? 12th, which is this week? Saturday. Saturday, this Saturday. And I think they're doing a little party yeah. on Saturday where you can come and, and celebrate the kickoff of Commit to Fit with um, other members and their families. Um, and if you follow JP Fitness MN on Instagram and Facebook, um, you can find the link to sign up. You can find more details. Um, and they're really funny. It is. On Instagram. A, they, they do a really good job with their social media. Yeah. Whoever they've hired recently over the past six months has really taken that to the next level. So I'm gonna, I'll say this. I would say for the about the price of a new, if you want that kind of commit, if you're committed, right? If you're committed and you really want to do this, it's like a new car payment for one year. One year. Think about what that will do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Go in there. Yeah, that's because a solid foundation. I would su- suggest twice a week at least for one year with a, with an individual trainer who's just spending time with you. You'll get that at JP Fitness. So again, we've got a link on our website, georgeandjess.com. Uh, give them a call. That it's going to take that just a one-on-one visit. It's not a high-pressure sales thing. No, they just want they'll they'll talk with you, and you can explain to them what you want to do and what your capabilities are. Right. So it's I'm telling you, if there's one thing that'll change your life. It's doing that. And every, the rest of the country is already doing it. It's nice to see the Midwest, the upper Midwest, finding something to do during the long winter months besides pounding bush light. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> now that I've had that rant, have yourself a fantastic Tuesday, and we will be back again tomorrow morning.